time is really it means a lot to me mm -hmm. um you'll probably hear some people talk about love languages yeah some people it's time some people it's gift giving some people it's money some people it's you know it's anything right yeah physical touch yeah. or yep yep and mine I love to give my time. Oh. If I could give time to everybody, I would. And I always tease and say my next title name is going to be Waha Dina because I'm always late or I always <laughs> have long-winded answers. Right. And Waha is an expression of like, oh my God, again? <laughs> or like... Uh, Almost sometimes, maybe even like an annoyance. Mm -hmm. uh, like I would say, I would say waha to my brother if he interrupt me, interrupted me and asked me for a ride while I was just in the middle of doing something. Yeah. I would say waha. So it's, it, it is some sort, it is an expression. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So I always tease and say my next title name would be Waha Dina. <laughs> always late and always long-winded. <laughs> Kun Jettis is good at talking. In fact, I'd say she can't help but be good at talking. Adina Young, which is her English name, has been making a name for herself as someone who says what needs to be said. She received a lot of attention as the spokesperson for the Andale Gujalang, or Daughters of the Rivers, when they announced on July 9th that two luxury sport fishing resorts had disrespected Haida law and jurisdiction and were putting island residents at risk by reopening despite the ongoing Council of the Haida Nation State of Emergency Measures, which did not permit non-essential travel at the time. As people of Haida Gwaii, we uphold our responsibility as stewards of the air, land, and sea. Haida assert our inherent rights to safety and food security in our land and water. As a matrilineal society, the Onle Gujalung, Daughters of the Rivers, are the Haida women who hold the responsibility to protect Haida Gwaii. After several community meetings, the release said, the matriarchs are upholding the Haida law through the occupation of the two ancient villages of Kung and Skawats. At the time, Adina was still on the old Masic Council, who were facing their own challenges of holding community meetings and council sessions via Zoom. After Kunjada Sadina Young was not re-elected to council last December, she didn't let it break her stride. She started setting her sights on her next platform, running for the Green Party federally in the riding of Skeena-Bulkley Valley. At 327-275 square kilometers, the riding of Skeena-Bulkley Valley is a daunting area to represent. The land here is unceded Wet'suwet'en territory, strong-willed and sovereign Niska territory, and Haida historical powerhouses, to name a few, with a smattering of settler communities, cities, villages, and towns. Haida Gwaii is over 200 kilometers from the coast of the province across the Hecate Strait. The people who live on the archipelago of Haida Gwaii have been represented by mainlanders for nearly two decades. Kunjadis is here to shake things up a bit. I spent time with Kunjadis in August of this year. We were able to see each other in person due to the July 1st reopening of Haida Gwaii and the rest of BC's restart plan. Kunjadis took me around Old Masset Village where she lives on Haida Gwaii. She pointed out landmarks as well as told me how people live, what they did for work, and also we did a lot of waving to people in cars approaching us. And so that poll that was the first, you said that was the first poll raised in the village? In nearly a hundred years. Yeah. So here at the 
I'll try and do it so that I can be helpful for your recording. <laughs> At the end of Old Masset, by the baseball field on top of the hill here, mm -hmm. used to be uh, an Indian day school. And it caught fire and it, they just let it burn to the ground. They, uh, volunteer fire department obviously controlled it and made sure it didn't go out of control but um, since then we had a, a space down in the baseball field right in front of it mm -hmm. and we created space for Indian residential school survivors and day school attendees um, and this was after the announcement of the 215 bodies at the Kamloops Residential School. Mm -hmm. We sang hi to songs, we gave space for survivors to share some of their stories if they wanted to speak. We had a fire ceremony up on the top of the hill here where the, the day school used to stand. Mm -hmm. And that case, that red case there, is a pole that was brought back from Jasper. Or oh. it's called sorry it's called the Jasper pole okay and I don't know where it was before but it, it is one that belongs to Haida that was never here like they took it and put it in a museum and um, well it was stolen yeah, and put in someone's yeah, collection or yeah, and wow. we reclaimed it oh amazing uh, here we're at the end of the village um, here Wow. There are carvers who go in there. He does, they do take the weekend off here. Yeah. But there's another guy out the other way who's sure. in his carving shed all the time. But this guy who lives here, his English name is Jim Hart. He's mm -hmm. a hereditary chief. Mm -hmm. And his chief's name is Idansu. And he has a mortuary pole in the front of his house. In Haida culture, the mortuary pole has a cavity in the top of the pole, which holds the burial box inside where the remains of a chief or a high-ranking person remains. And these are placed in that box a year after their death. So he did one for, I think that's his sister. Oh, wow. Yeah. She drove me around until we pulled down a gravel path that would eventually take us to the beach but not before stopping at the Old Masset Cemetery. This is our older cemetery. This one got filled, filled. Mm -hmm. um, so the one up on the top that you've seen is the yep. New one. newer one. Yep, and that one is getting pretty full, so we need to- This is a beautiful cemetery. Relocate. Before setting off to walk and talk on the beach, I wanted some clarity on my pronunciation of some common Haida phrases I was hoping to use while in Masset. And of course, Adina obliged me. And so in Masset, it's Hawa instead of how instead of the H A, it's the like kind of the more like H O Hawa sound. Yeah, it's more of like an emphasized H, I think, like Hawa. Hawa. Mm -hmm. And have what would be like a greeting? Like if like if I just see someone and I want to say hello, like is is there greeting a greeting typical that is said or? Uh. I don't know if I if I greet somebody. I ask them how they're doing, uh, and to to ask that is to say "gasinu dung dung" means "how are you." Gasinu dung dung. Gasinu dung dung. Gasinu dung dung. 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 Yeah. Gasinu dung dung. I think somebody will take a walk on the beach. If you For the rest Let's of the interview, it. you're going to hear our footsteps on the pebbly beach. 
It's a loud crunching sound. And so if you're into ASMR videos, this is definitely the CSEK News show for you. While walking, I asked Kunjatis about her past, her family, and her political history. But I was most interested in her quirks and finding out what values she holds, both as a person I was walking along the beach with and also as a public figure who was choosing to live in the spotlight of federal politics for a political party that was, well, on the rocks. Her candidacy as the Green Party representative for Skeena-Balkley Valley is her newest platform to discuss a topic that she's passionate about, truth and reconciliation. You'll hear us interrupt ourselves and each other a couple of times in the interview. That's because we kept finding agates as well as rocks with letters in them, with which Kunjadis is creating a rock alphabet. Oh, look at this one with that stripe right down the middle there. Oh my gosh. All the way around. I'm collecting, not those kind. Yeah. I do have, I'm collecting rocks with, um, darker rocks with, with white lines on them. Yeah. And I'm collecting the alphabet. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That is cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one. There. I should have brought my backpack actually. Now that I know how many rocks I'm definitely gonna be collecting. You can stick in your cup. That, oh, hey, there you go. Um, these posts. There used to be a dock here. Oh, well, I'll say it. I'll say it for that. Uh, when we walked down to the old cemetery onto the beach and we turned right. Mm-hmm. And we walk a ways down just to the first point, and there's three pilings in the ground. There was a dock here, and this is where the steamboat came to take our families away, oh the kids gosh. away from the families, and they would leave on the steamboat. Something like this. Adina, why do you feel... Like, having a visual reminder of that, is that something that you feel keeps you grounded? Or, or what, what do you feel like is the, the reason for keeping up this kind of a structure that represents that time for the Haida? For me, I think it's a reminder to never give up. Mm. That no matter how hard my days get, if that's it, it's a hard day, it's not a hard life. Right. Um, the resiliency. Um, that's for me. Like it is. It is what it is for me. Any like it is what it is, and there will be times that it's hard and frustrating for something like that to be up. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if the people want to take it down, I'll take it down, and I'll be okay with that. If they want to leave it up, I'll be okay with that. It's it's how I look at things. I think. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a, it's a driver to keep going in politics. Um, I mean, the everything could be a reminder 
for me. Like the ocean could be a reminder for me that the DFO are still the ones that are in charge of all the water and the life, the natural resources within the water. Like that could be a trigger for me. Yeah. But I know I know the water's made for like we use it for so many different things. We used it to feed us, we used it to cleanse us, we used it for ceremonial purposes, we used it, we use the ocean for so many different things. Mm -hmm. I'll correct that, I'll say we do use it, we never used to, we still do. Mm -hmm. The fishing resorts that are here on Haida Gwaii who right. are able to go on business as usual, catching and releasing, um, and the population of fish that are going back upstream not making it because they don't survive and they can't get past the sea lions out there they can't don't have the strength to get back up the rivers and, and when there's no fish return there's no commercial fishing industry hmm. but the fishing lodges are business as usual yeah and everybody gets to everybody gets to enjoy themselves right for us yeah um there's a piece oh shoot i left it in the car i'll read it when we get up there but yeah. there's a letter from the hereditary chiefs that was sent to queen charlotte lodge last year mm -hmm. um, i really wish we would be able to have meaningful dialogue with them not just as elected leaders, but as community members and Haida citizens and how we're affected in our day-to-day -day lives and what it looks like or how we feel it looks for future generations. Right. Um, the loss of our cultural identity when we can't even harvest our natural resources that have sustained us since time immemorial is really devastating and one of the nannies in I can't I'm not sure which documentary it was but they she talked about when the land is hurt the people hurt mm -hmm. and the relationship between us and the natural resources and I can't help but find it to be like I believe in it I believe it is so true yeah Yeah, and you had said too that truth and reconciliation being a much a much bigger part of the conversation would be part of your like running for the Green Party, part of your I guess your sort of manifest is something that you would like to bring and keep in the conversation. Are you like do you feel like that's going to be a lonely I think like a lonely thing to try to do to think that I might be the only indigenous person running or um, to be the only person who wants to move forward and take action on truth and reconciliation I don't think it's so much a fear uh, but it's definitely recognized as a challenge just like everything else mm -hmm. anybody who wants to run have have a priority mm -hmm. and 
getting into government is definitely it's a challenge in itself to even get recognized mm -hmm. for one and then two to be recognized and making changes mm -hmm. um, it's it's a lot of work and it's a lot of commitment and um, I wouldn't say that it'll be hard for me compared to anybody else because I think it's just as hard for anybody hmm. um, I don't know I'll share I'll share with you this um, I haven't I want to put it out on social media but I haven't decided how or what I'm going how I'll do it yeah I met with Taylor Backrock our current MP yep and before he came I asked his assistant if he could throw the idea to Taylor that we should do a one or two minute video together yeah and his assistant said okay I'll, I'll pitch it to him but we'll have to run it through the higher-ups I said okay that's fine and we came, he came, we went uh, on a oh. dinner meeting, Yeah. and I asked him if he wanted, if he considered doing a video. Uh, he said he would compromise and do a photo, mm -hmm. and I asked him, I asked Taylor, what's your apprehension yeah. on doing a video? And his response was, well, we don't normally do things that way. And I said, if I can give you, if I can pitch something to you, this is what it would be. Both parties are committed to truth and reconciliation. Yeah. And to be honest, people are really tired of the conversations that we're having and not seeing anything tangible. Mm -hmm. And we don't like to racialize people. But if we racialize us right now, I'm an indigenous woman running in a federal election mm -hmm. and you know you're you're you you're yeah. looking to be re-elected yeah that's right a white man in power already in the position of power so i said if both parties are committed to that then you know What's the hesitation to do a video? Okay, hi everybody. It's Taylor Backrack here, your member of parliament in Skeena Bulkley Valley. And we're gonna try something that's a little bit unusual, a little bit out of the box. Uh, but I'm here with Adina Young. And Adina is the Green Party candidate in the upcoming federal election. And we wanted to do a little video just to uh, introduce ourselves. And we're here in beautiful Masset. It's been pouring rain all day on uh, Haida territory. and. Um, we're going to do a little video just to share our commitment to a positive campaign, uh, to focusing on the issues, to not throwing dirt, um, to taking care of, of the people and, and the process and trying to do right by the people of Skeena. So Adina, you want to say a few words? Sure. Thank you. Uh, I just want to share the friendship that Taylor and I have gained over the time since his election. I met Taylor first in 2019. I gave him a little interview when he was on his campaign trail and Taylor, uh, I appreciate all the work that he does and the representation that he provides for us in the Skeena Bulkley Valley and I wish him all the best. Thank you, Taylor. How are you, Dina? Thanks so much. So, um, 
I guess it's a little early to tell folks to get out there and vote. It is. Eventually, it looks like we'll have an election. And when we do, I encourage everyone to go out there and cast your ballot. It's an important process. And we all want the best for the Northwest. Okay. Take care, folks. We talked a while longer about Kunjata's children, her husband, and her foray into acting via the first ever Haida language film, Skawe Kuna, or Edge of the Knife. I want to end on a note of Kunjata's generosity to me via her time, but especially her language. Language is very important to her, her family and her community, and the people of Haida Gwaii who lost children, culture, and language to the forced residential school system in Canada. Kunjata speaks Haida at home with her children, and her husband, and her family truly keeping it alive. If you look it up online, sources like Wikipedia and the New York Times say there are only 20 speakers left of the three dialects of the Haida. But work is being done to remedy that, such as the film Skawe Kuna and community members like Kunjata's Adina Young, who have really big ideas. The following is just a quick clip from a conversation that we had where Kunjadas was teaching me some Haida words and as well as phrases that I was asking so that I might be able to use when I was an old Masset. And then there's no, there's no, see, there's no goodbye either. Mm. Uh, we can say take care or I will see you again. The month unking or house and king That's it for work in progress a series about women in the North blazing trails in leadership positions. This has been episode one. Hawa to Adina and the people of Old Masset who made a Yatsa day like me feel welcome in your community. And remember to vote in the upcoming federal election September 20th. Find out how to do mail-in voting if that feels safest to you, or call or email your district's elections officer to find more information. I'm Pam Hassan, and this has been Work in Progress, a CSK News podcast.